Eight Lives Down by Chris Hunter Read by Julian Reintut This book is dedicated to the memory of those who made the long walk and never returned. The people of England have been led, in Mesopotamia, into a trap from which it will be hard to escape with dignity and honour. They have been tricked into it by a steady withholding of information. The Baghdad communiques are belated, insincere, incomplete. Things have been far worse than we have been told. Our administration more bloody and inefficient than the public knows. It is a disgrace to our imperial record, and may soon be too inflamed for any ordinary cure. We are today not far from a disaster. T. E. Lawrence, A Report on Mesopotamia, Sunday Times 22nd of August, 1920 February 2004 Now I am in my other world. Outside sounds become muted, and I am aware only of the sound of my own breathing and the drumming of my heart. This is the moment when I leave everything else behind, the moment when I am truly alone. The long walk to the target seems to take forever. I'm carrying 90 pounds of equipment and wearing a bomb suit that weighs another 80 pounds. Sweat drips into my eyes and my visor is beginning to mist up in the fearsome tropical heat. The Colombian jungle commandos have taken up fire positions in the mountains that tower above the incident control point, the ICP. Their job is to stand between me and a sniper's bullet. 75 metres to go. I'm halfway to the target vehicle. The twin flex firing cable snakes out of my carrying case as I go. I'm a 31-year-old captain, and once again I've been pitted against our unremitting adversary, the IRA. The provisional IRAs, Columbia 3, Niall Connolly, James Mulligan and Martin McCauley, at least two of them who are known to us as expert bomb makers, have been charged by the Colombian authorities with training FARC rebels in the construction of IEDs improvised explosive devices, but have fled the country. I've been deployed there as part of a mission to teach the Colombian operators how to outmaneuver them. I'm struggling to see. My visor has completely steamed up now. I wipe away the condensation with a cloth. The humidity in this place is outrageous. I go over the threat assessment again. There are three options. The timed IED, which could go off at any moment, the command-initiated device, usually detonated by wire or radio control, RC. I hope to God it's not RC. The Colombians don't have any radio jammers, and as I'm here working with them, nor do I. Finally, there's the victim-operated device, or VO, the booby trap. The Colombian police officers have walked all around the car, so there's unlikely to be anything buried in the ground. But there's still every chance of a VO inside it. Sweat is pouring off me and my heart's beating like a drum as I finally reach the target vehicle, a 1950s grocery van. It's still eerily silent. There are no trip wires, and there's no disturbed earth, but I can see the improvised mortar through the windscreen. It's pretty much identical to the mortars I saw in Northern Ireland, barrack busters, huge projectiles which contain as much explosive as your average car bomb. This one's in a highly volatile state because it's a misfire, which means it could go live any second. And it's pointing directly at the village of Espinal. 
If it launches, I'll be engulfed by the blast. As it lands moments later, the 120 kilograms of explosive will detonate, fragmenting the bomb into hundreds of supersonic pieces of molten metal. All windows within 200 meters will implode, causing massive casualties. What remains of the shredded bodies will almost certainly be destroyed by the napalm fireball that follows. I've completed three tours in Northern Ireland. I've studied the IRA obsessively, and I know their tactics inside out. There could be any number of surprises lying in wait. I have to render this device safe. Now. I begin clearing a safe area around the vehicle. Even if there is no secondary device this time, the bomber will still be watching me, tracking my procedures for the next time we meet. This is only one battle in a very long war. My body's starting to shake. I check inside the van for alarm sensors, but there are none. Good.